today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. As I'm sure you are aware, uh, a letter was published by the uh, Tim Hortons co-founders, Children, in which they tell employees due to the minimum wage hike, which in the over the 18 months is is well, just over 30%. That's a 30% increase in cost to any business. You know, whether you agree or disagree, that's going to that's gonna make a dent. Uh, they need to cut back on employee benefits as a result. Uh, the premier has accused the company of bullying its employees. And we played the clip yesterday that she said that uh, if the people at Tim Hortons have a problem, come take it up with her. Uh, I I think they have. (laughs) They've tried, but unfortunately she didn't listen. Uh, Here is a clip about Wynn, from Premier Wynn, of what she had to say in regard to all of this. I hope that he will reverse his decision. I hope that he understands that this is really not a decent thing to be doing in a place as wealthy as Ontario. All right, uh, let's bring in Dan Kelly, President and Chief Executive Officer, Canadian Federation of Independent Business. He is with us now. Dan, thanks very much for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. Happy to be here. So, uh, is Tim Hortons being a bully? No, no. and It is quite crazy to me that the Premier of the province is taking time out of her busy schedule to to, to smear uh, some inter-entrepreneurs that are dealing with what she put in place, a giant increase over a very short period of time in the minimum wage, which is the root of the problem that, that the entrepreneurs, not just this uh, franchisee, but but millions, thousands of business owners across Ontario are dealing with right now. You know, uh, to me, this reminds me of the electricity file, and it does because of this. Uh, a great idea, okay, got ideas with lots of merit, but just too fast, uh, too expensive, and no sort of business plan to pay for it all. You, you got it. I, mean, I, I, I it, it. She can't say that she wasn't warned. Gosh, my organization, we have 109,000 members, 42,000 in Ontario at CFIB. We have been warning the government for months and months. There have been dozens of headlines in the newspaper talking about the, the different ways that businesses are going to have to scale back costs, benefits, jobs, as a result of the minimum wage increase. And look, uh, the the benefits that were provided in this case were actually above what is the norm in the quick service restaurant industry. These these employee benefits that the uh, that that the employees of these Tim Hortons franchises actually had were were unusual. And so, of course, when anybody's increasing sees their costs increase by by over thirty percent over eighteen months, they've got to take some actions to deal with it. And and whether these whether the family that owns this restaurant has money or not. Is is kind of irrelevant because nobody, whether they're rich or poor, wants to run a business that doesn't make any money. Well, and again, I, I don't understand making the reference to the family uh, of uh, of Ron Joyce, uh, the founders of the company. I mean, obviously they're incredibly wealthy, um, so that makes it an easy target. But that, you know, how many small business people are like that? You got it. I mean, the the situation that uh, that this franchisee found themselves in is exactly the same as thousands and thousands of business owners. And perhaps they just, they're, they're the only ones that have the balls to do this because they got the dough. No, unfortunately, we're seeing, we're, you know, we're getting story after story of, of CFIB members, small business owners that are having to take similar action. And it's not just scaling back benefits. That's, that's kind of the more modest uh, impact right now. What I'm seeing is evidence that business owners are cutting jobs, cutting hours, uh, and we had evidence for this. I mean, this, the scenario in Seattle, which was at a much lower pace to get to $15 an hour, 
But the evidence showed, commissioned by the city of Seattle itself when they did this, that the average low-wage earner lost $1,200 per year in the March to 15. And the reason that happened is because business owners had to scale back either the total number of jobs, the benefits associated with the jobs, or the number of hours that they offer their employees. So the people that take it on the chin are the people that this policy is intended to help in the first place, which is why, of course, we've been so critical that this was done with zero economic impact assessment. This was done uh, because of an ideological conviction to try to win the next election, as opposed to anything that that uh, that was on the semblance that had a semblance of reason. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.